humbled by the trust placed in me today. I will never forget that to whom much is given, much will be expected. And I promise you that I will do all my powers permit to be a faithful servant of the Constitution and laws of this great nation. Thank you. Welcome to the Daily Standard Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Graham. This podcast brought to you by our friends at SaneBox.com. Get back to Inbox Zero, take control of your email, and get a $25 bonus. All the details coming up in the podcast from SaneBox.com slash Weekly Standard. With us to talk about now Supreme Court Justice Neil Gorsuch, what it means, what Mitch McConnell did, and what we should look for in the future is Fred Barnes' great piece uh, up at the website right now. No, thank you. So Mitch McConnell, I forget who said it, but someone said, however much credit credit Mitch McConnell's getting for this, it's not enough. He deserves more. Well, and you remember the uh, the original uh, decision made by Mitch McConnell was to not let President Obama name a Supreme Court successor to Anthony and Scalia mm-hmm. during the last year of the Obama term as president. And, you know, Democrats scoffed at that. Obama uh, nominated Merrick Garland, an appeals court judge uh, in Washington, and, and they were all set. Uh, they thought that well, he's probably I mean, Mitch McConnell. He can't stick to this. The Republicans will be caving on this, and and they didn't. Mitch McConnell, uh, solely because he was majority leader, otherwise he wouldn't have uh, the authority to do it, but he could schedule things and so on. <laughs> Just on his authority, uh, Obama did not get to uh, name a successor and, and have him confirmed or her confirmed. In this case, it was a he. But uh, So that left it open, and, and uh, Donald Trump named uh, uh, Neil Gorsuch, and now he's on the Supreme Court. And the uh, Friday uh, podcast with Bill Kristol, mm-hmm. we comment on the fact that you could make a great case that the reason Donald Trump is president is because there was an empty Supreme Court seat and evangelicals like my family mm-hmm. who were uncomfortable with Trump as a man, mm-hmm. Trump, comfortable with a New York Republican, were so focused on that seat that they came out and voted for him in any way. His numbers among evangelicals mm-hmm. in the high 80s, pretty mm-hmm. amazing. So it could make the case that Mitch McConnell elected Donald Trump president. Uh, well, when I talk to uh, Mitch McConnell, just a couple hours after uh, the vote that actually confirmed uh, uh, Neil uh, Gorsuch to the Supreme Court, uh, McConnell said exactly that. He said, look, they didn't, and I quoted him in my piece, uh, the voters didn't like Donald Trump or Hillary Clinton very much, um, but there was one thing uh, that they were concerned about that helped Trump uh, really line up Republican voters. Remember, remember, Michael, there was a, a time when it looked like there was going to be about a third of the uh, Republican coalition uh, bailing sure. on the nominee when he was Donald Trump. And so what did Trump do? Trump uh, came up with this idea of a list. McConnell says mm-hmm. it was his idea, but a list of conservative jurists, and I'll pick one of those. And sure enough, uh, this was a big issue uh, that Trump used, right. and he wound up getting 90% of the Republican vote, which was more than I thought he'd be able to get. Um, McConnell makes the case very strongly that this is the difference. That without this, Trump would not right. have won, and I'm glad to hear Bill Crystal say that. I agree with both <laughs> Bill and McConnell. That's a pretty smart group. Yep. So you mentioned the list. Is the list still in effect now if another seat opens? Well, the the list lives, but I'm a little unclear uh, whether Trump is obligated to pick somebody from the list. Now, he would be smart to do that. Uh, these are on the list are 
federal appeals court judges, some state Supreme Court judges. Uh, it is a very, a very impressive list. It is the all-star cast of conservative judges mm-hmm. around the country. And, and now it only has 19 names on it because Gorsuch has, has left the list now to go on the Supreme Court. There are people that I think he could pick that would be Gorsuch-like in that they would be, uh, while conservative, they'd be inoffensive. I mean, people that have not uh, declared in public, you know, that uh, the Roe v. Wade decision was the worst decision ever made Mm -hmm. by the Supreme Court, and I will do anything in my human possibilities (laughs) to uh, uh, overturn it or anything anything like that. I think there's a lot for him to choose current judges who would be very confirmable uh, if they're nominated for the Supreme Court. Fred, I've got a question for you about the next nuclear option when it comes to the Supreme Court. Before I do that, I want to ask our listeners a question. How many emails do you have in your inbox right now? A hundred? A thousand? Twenty thousand? If your email is anything like mine used to be, the answer is way too many. But here's the thing. Even though I knew I wanted to do something about it, I didn't know how. I knew I'd miss something important if I just deleted all my old email. And there were too many emails to go through one at a time, though I did waste hours doing exactly that. Then I finally learned the secret to reaching inbox zero and taking back my email sanity. It's called SaneBox. SaneBox.com. It sorts through your email and moves all the trivial stuff into a different folder. So the only messages in your inbox are the ones you want to see in your inbox. And aside from getting rid of the junk so you can focus on the messages that matter, there's also this great feature called the black hole. You get an email from a source that you never want to get an email from again, and you just drag it into the black hole, and you'll never hear from that sender again, ever. It feels so good, too. And you can experience it for yourself at SaneBox.com slash Weekly Standard. You go there. You can try SaneBox on your email for two weeks, absolutely free. And then if you decide you want to purchase SaneBox, and I predict that you will, you can get an additional $25 credit by using SaneBox.com slash Weekly Standard. SaneBox will bring sanity back to your email. It'll put your email to work for you instead of you working for it. And you can check it out right now. That's S-A-N-E-B-O-X, SaneBox.com slash Weekly Standard. So we heard a lot of talk about the nuclear option. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are some of us, I'm one of them, who argue that that wasn't the big vote. The big vote was the Reed rule change back in 2013 when you right. announced you could just change the rules of the Senate with just 51 people. And that, yeah. mm-hmm. Once you do that, every, you know, sure. it's all wide <laughs> the open. The door's open, yeah. yeah. So this is all – when you see Supreme Court Justice Gorsuch ruling – a five to four decision for conservatives. Thank Harry Reid. I'm going to send him a little basket myself. Well, you know, and Harry Reid also, as he retired, said, "Y'all ought to go ahead and and and, and get rid of the filibuster in Supreme Court cases, mm-hmm. as well as the uh, other judicial sure. cases that were already uh, where the uh, the filibuster was already barred." But the new, the next nuclear, I think we're going mm-hmm. to see is should a judgeship become should a space become open on the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. And Donald Trump nominates a traditional conservative. Mm-hmm. I think that the left coalition, Democratic Party, what do you call it, progressives, mm-hmm. are going to go nuclear. I think they're just mm-hmm. going to throw everything at this guy. What have we learned about that fight from what we just went through? Mm-hmm. What did Senator McConnell take away from it? And do you agree with me that the Democrats really gave up a huge opportunity by giving getting rid of the filibuster now when they could have that extra club later? Yeah. Or would it not matter? That no, it, it would happen? matter. It would matter. I mean, this was a, a, a really huge 
political mistake by by Chuck Schumer and Democrats, and I think it was just because they were afraid of their base. But mm-hmm. just think if Schumer had arranged it so you would get so many Democrats voting to right. block the nomination, but not quite enough. Right. But he didn't do that. So Democrats really weakened themselves. But they're going to have a different issue, uh, I think, for the next nominee. And that will be, they will claim, well, this is the fifth vote to overturn Roe v. Wade, the decision that legalized abortion back in 1973, which I actually covered as a young reporter for the Washington (laughs) Evening Star. But anyway, uh, and they will make that case. They will make it particularly to uh, uh, two judges, uh, rather senators, Lisa Murkowski and Susan Collins, uh, because they were ones who had some some qualms about Gorsuch, even though he'd never ruled on a major uh, abortion case, but worried about that and were the last ones to come around, uh, but they, but this will be the issue. This they will claim, no matter what the, the nominee has ever done, that he'll be right. he'll be he or she will be the person who will be the fifth vote overturning Roe v. Wade. Now, I think that's unlikely to happen, but you know uh, these uh, uh, nominations uh, take on a life of their own, and and uh, and when issues are before the Supreme Court, uh, they can take on a life of their own as well. It's interesting to uh, conclude here, Fred, that Neil Gorsuch was a fantastic wet blanket for controversy. Mm-hmm. Every time he spoke, every time he appeared in front of mm-hmm. a microphone, people just felt better, and mm-hmm. it, it was because of his demeanor, his approach, the way he answered the questions. Mm-hmm. It was clear that he was being thoughtful, and maybe, and there are people on the left who will yeah. tell you this, oh, it was all a smokescreen. Yeah. You look at the guy's record. He, the yeah. fact is he is a traditional <laughs> Reagan conservative, yeah. but he just knew how to talk to talk. Do we? Is there another wet blanket in the box that we can no, I think there, pull out? I think there are a number of them. Uh, and what if uh, Trump, and there are several women in there, uh, mm-hmm. su- both state Supreme Court judges and federal appeals court judges, uh, there's a lot for uh, there's a lot for Trump to choose from, uh, and uh, and he'll have to be very careful. You know, here here's what uh, I think we all learned from this. You know, Trump does not like to stay out of the. He likes to tweet about everything. He didn't. While uh, Gorsuch was being considered, uh, once he picked him. Uh, but Trump was pretty silent on the whole thing. He didn't interfere. In, in other words, he didn't make trouble uh, for the nomination, and I don't think he would again. I mean, and and that's very important. Okay, so last question, the real last question: mm-hmm. What the odds are better that a the Nats win the World Series this year, mm-hmm. or b that we have another Supreme Court pick? before the uh, end of 2017. Oh, I think it very easily. It's a B. I think we will have one. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, for sure and it will be and it will be one that will allow uh, Democrats to uh, uh, use the Roe v. Wade argument. Fred Barnes, thanks so much for joining us for the podcast. We appreciate your time. You're welcome. You've been listening to the Daily Standard Podcast. You can hear Fred Barnes, Steve Hayes, Bill Crystal every Friday and the rest of the Weekly Standard team. All you do is subscribe to this podcast at iTunes.com or on Google Play. Just search Weekly Standard. It'll pop right up. Do us a favor while you're there. Give us a five-star rating. Maybe leave a review. Let people know you found a conversation that you enjoy. It's a great way to spread the word. And thanks again to our sponsor, SaneBox.com. I'm your host, Michael Graham.